Welcome, Kingdom Daughter. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Angela Pitnikoff, and my heart's desire for you is to truly know who you are in Christ, to know God and be known by Him. Every week, we will chat about biblical topics that will point you to Jesus in all areas of your life. So come hang out as we dive into what God has for us today. Hey friend, welcome back to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, Today we're going to be talking about knowing your identity in Christ. Um, As you have heard, and hopefully you've heard my heart, that this is a big um, topic that is dear to my heart, just really helping you understand who you are in Jesus and walking towards that, stepping out in your purpose deciding and believing all the things that he has to say for you in the word of God, right? In the word, he has so much for us. And he says so much. He is a good father that wants to pour out his love on us. He wants to spend time with us and have relationship with us and take us to new places with him. I mean, how amazing is that? It's Sometimes overwhelming, a little bit mind-blowing, if I'm being honest. You really think about that, how amazing that is, that the creator of the universe, the God of all things, who made you on purpose, wants to spend time with us. It's great. It's amazing, right? It's amazing. (laughs) So I just had three things I was going to say about how you can start on this journey of knowing your identity with Jesus. And it's pretty simple. Hopefully we'll be able to go more in depth with this in further episodes down the road. But for today, I just wanted to give you a couple of easy steps to help you. And I'm always saying this, it's pretty simple and pretty basic, but we make it pretty difficult. (laughs) We make it hard. We get ourselves busy and distracted by life and all the things, but God makes it pretty simple, right? For us, if we just dive into his word and spend time with him, he's there. It's just as easy as that, (laughs) easy as that. So, so the first one, the first thing I was going to say was you have to know God. You have to know him before you can understand who you are in him. Right. And again, this is pretty simple, pretty basic, but we make it difficult. Um, it's very easy to just get into God's word And to really research, especially with all that we have at our fingertips with the internet and searching and Google, like if you just look up identity in Christ, there is blogs and posts all over the place talking about who we are in Christ, things that you can declare the word, you know, speaking life over yourself. And then once you get in there and start looking these verses up, you can dig deeper and just pray like Holy Spirit lead me and guide me, speak to me, show me what you need me to hear where I need to be the things that you need to build inside of me. And he is faithful to complete those things. He's faithful to complete the work right in our lives. When we put in the work, he's faithful to complete those things. And so knowing God is so important. We have to know his word to spend time with him, right? Just like any other relationship, you cannot expect your best friend to be your best friend. If you never spend time with them, right? If you never call them, if you never check in on them, if you never encourage them, you just expect them to do all the work, right? That relationship will not last. 
that other person will get tired. Thankfully, God is not like us. God is not human. He doesn't do the same things we do. He doesn't fail us. He is unfailing. Like his love never ends. It never fails. It continues forever and ever and ever, which is amazing. But still, he's he's not forcing himself on us. He's not forcing his way into our heart. He is calling us. He's saying, come, my child, come into my arms. Let me lead you and guide you. Let me take you on this journey, right? We have to make the choice to say, I want relationship with the Lord. I'm going to step out. I'm going to seek his word. I'm going to seek his face in prayer. I'm going to listen to worship music, whatever that looks like for you and dive deeper into his presence. We have to make that choice. We have to step into that. We have to seek intimacy with him by spending time with him, right? When we spend time with him, it's just going to come automatically because like I said, he is faithful. He is there. He is constant. He is constantly calling us and drawing us into his presence, calling us into deeper understanding of who he is, calling us into intimacy with him, calling us into relationship with him, right? It's not religion, it's relationship. And there is just something so beautiful about God's presence and that he just keeps calling us. And all we have to do is say, okay, I surrender. I give it all. I commit my life to you, Lord. Here I am, have your way. And there's, there's a beautiful relationship that can be built. And when we know him and when we know the intention that he has for us, because he is our father, right? He's a good father. He has good intentions, just like us that are parents. If you're a parent, you know, you have good intentions for your children, right? Some, you know, we mess up. We don't do everything right. But our best intention is for them to have the best life they could possibly have. And God, how much more, how much more does God love us? How much more does he want the best for us? The most in specific love and power and faithfulness and joy. How much more does he want to give these beautiful gifts? Right. And when we know him, it's we're able to walk in that freedom. We're able to walk in that peace and knowing that he is just, he has set good intentions for us, right? He has set good intentions for us. So that's the first thing, know him, spend time with him, build relationship with him, right? Don't look at it as, as work, you know, look at it as a commitment, right? A commitment to him saying, yes, Lord, I want your best for my life. And so I'm going to partner with you in this life. So that's the first thing, know him, know God, get in his word, spend time with him. The second thing is believe who he says you are, believe that you are loved, called God's special treasure, his handiwork, adopted, redeemed, chosen, called, fearfully and wonderfully made, more than a conqueror, victorious through Jesus, right? Those are just a few things that I wrote down. And I encourage you to get into Ephesians if you really want to see a lot like that. There's a lot in there, chapter one and two, that just speak life, right? But there's so much more. There's that's just one little part. I'm just saying, start there, but you have to believe those things. 
Do you believe you're loved? Do you believe you are redeemed, called, chosen, that you were made on purpose? And that comes back to knowing God, believing his word is truth, standing on the fact that his word is truth, right? Nothing else, no opinions of other people. God's word is truth. It's faithful. It's constant. It never fails, right? It never changes. He never changes. He is a faithful God and all of his word is true. When we believe that his word is truth and we believe what he says about us is true, we can walk in victory. We can walk in freedom and we can start stepping out into the purposes and plans that God has for us because we understand who we are. We understand why we were created. We understand what our purpose is here. First of all, our purpose is always to point people to Jesus, to share who he is, to love him, right? But he has so much more for us. He has so much more for us. So once we get those three things down, we can just start stepping into these purposes, these purposes and plans that he has for us because he wants to give good gifts. Again, here we are, good gifts, right? So that is it. Believe who you are, who he says you are, right? Believe it. We have got to stop listening to the lies of the enemy. Now it was, it's funny because you kind of hear these things going around and it's totally true. It's true. I'm not like discounting any of this, but the newest phrase is a limiting beliefs, right? We have to stop having limiting beliefs. We want, you know, we need to believe in ourselves. We need to believe that we are who we, who he says he is. We are right. But limiting to beliefs is basically us partnering with the enemy's lies. <laughs> Limiting beliefs are the enemy's lies because the enemy doesn't want you walking in your gifts. He doesn't want you to understand you're called. He doesn't want you to understand you're a special treasure. He doesn't want you to understand you're more than a conqueror. He doesn't want you to understand that you're victorious, right? He doesn't want you knowing those things. He wants you to think you can't do it, that things are too hard, that it's impossible, right? He wants you, he wants to keep you quiet with no story to tell, with no purpose and plan. He wants you to be confused. He wants you to be lost. He wants you to be stuck on your phone all day, scrolling mindlessly, comparing your life to other people, feeling hopeless and sad and abandoned and isolated. Okay. No, those are not truths. That is not God's word. That is not what God has for us, right? He has freedom for us. He has purpose for us. He has a beautiful, fulfilled life for us when we stand on his word and on his promises. So I want you to think next time you hear someone say limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs are the lies of the enemy. And we partner with them. We partner with them when we open doors to him coming in and speaking into our life. We have to stop allowing those lies to take root into our heart and keep us from moving forward, keep us from moving into all the good things that God has for us. And in this, I was going to say, in order to believe (laughs) when we, the best thing for me, I guess I should say, one of the things that has helped me is speaking out God's word writing down scripture, memorizing scripture and speaking it out over your life. There is power 
in your words. There is power in your tongue, right? It says in Proverbs 18, 21, that death and life are in the the tongue, right? There is power. You have the power to speak life over yourself or death over yourself. And those things manifest. This is another thing that is in culture right now where we're talking about like manifesting things with what you say and all these things, right? That is God's word. Okay. He spoke that out, right? We have power in our tongues. We have the opportunity to speak God's word over our life or speak death over our life. And those things will come to pass, right? Because there is power in what we say. So instead of speaking death over yourself, instead of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, "Ugh, I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm never going to amount to anything. Why do I look like this? Why did I, why did this happen? You're questioning why God created you. You're crushed. You're questioning the creator, right? You're basically calling his creation trash. Who wants to do that? I know I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to call God's creation trash. I want to step into the fact that he did my life. He created my life on purpose, right? I want to have a purpose on this planet because when we walk with him, we have purpose, right? I don't want to question him. I don't want to be that person questioning God. I don't know about you, but I don't. Okay. So we have to start speaking life over ourselves. We need to be looking at our mirror in the mirror. And sometimes this is hard. I think this is hard for people at first, but you have to get in the habit. God's word is true. So when I speak it over myself, it's truth. I'm speaking truth over myself. I am loved. Look at yourself. Say, I am loved. I am called. I am chosen. I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You have to speak it out. You have to look at yourself and declare those things over your life in the mirror. I I really encourage you to do that. And actually, as I'm thinking about it, if you get in my Instagram, my Instagram handle is at Mrs. Angela Pitnikoff. And if you go in there, there is a freebie of biblical affirmations, right? That I had done. So I would love for you to download that, put it on your mirror in your bathroom and every morning declare those things over your life because they're truths. God's word is true. When we speak it out, boom, awesome things happen because he is a faithful and good God. Okay. I'm getting fired up. So I'm going to simmer down (laughs) a little bit and I just, I'll just close it out here with this. The third thing is walk in the victory. Okay. We get so in our heads that things are not the way we think, or they don't look the way we thought they were going to look, or we're questioning God's purpose in our life. Instead of just saying, my purpose here is, I'm going to start with this easy thing. My purpose here is to share Jesus with others, to know Jesus, to know who he is, to share Jesus with others. And then everything else will fall into place, right? Seek him first. And everything else will fall into place. All the things will come together when we seek him first. And then when we seek him, when we know him, when we're doing that, we can walk in victory, right? We can walk in victory. Don't stay back. Don't be hidden. Don't be ashamed. No more sitting in shame from your past. Like Jesus doesn't care about that anymore. He wants you to walk in victory. He wants you to surrender that 
to repent of those things and let it go, go behind you and walk in the purposes he has for your life. How many times can I say that? I don't know, (laughs) but here we go. (laughs) Walk in it. Don't stay in the same place. Don't stay stale, stagnant, and sad. Get moving. Get moving. Move towards Jesus. Even small baby steps lead you in a different direction, right? Maybe that means getting in your word for 10 minutes in the morning to get you used to getting his word. Maybe that means sitting and just listening to one worship song and allowing his presence to sing over you. Maybe that means taking a verse and writing it down 10 times today and memorizing that verse and speaking life. Maybe that means having biblical affirmations on your mirror and speaking truth out over your life every day for the next week and see what happens. See how your mindset changes. See what God can do. We have the mind of Christ. That's biblical. We have the mind of Christ. So we do not need to take captive those thoughts. We need to take captive the thoughts of God, his word, his plan, his purpose. So I hope that was as encouraging to you as it has been for me, as I've been learning these things over the last few years and just really diving into God's word and really believing and trusting in who he is and speaking out life over myself and speaking out the things that I think he is calling me to speak out. And yeah, I hope it's an encouragement to you. I hope you have a beautiful day. I'm going to pray for you really quick. And then we're going to go, Lord, you are good. Thank you so much, God, that you are constant. You are true. You are faithful, God, that we can know you, Lord. We can have relationship with you, Jesus. We can walk in victory when we believe that we are who you say we are, God. I pray that you would speak life over my friend this morning or today. I pray you would speak life over them that they would know who you are. They would be hungry for your presence and they would know who they are in you and they can walk in victory today. We give you glory. We give you honor in your precious name. Amen. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much, friend, for listening in. I pray you are encouraged, challenged, and blessed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. One of the ways you could help me is by leaving the podcast a review. So if you have a minute, I would love your feedback. Thank you again. You are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his unconditional love and walk in the purpose he has for you, girl. Until next time.